Hello everyone, hello, this is Tim, it's been a long time since I've been here last, um, of course Roe versus Wade, Roe v. Wade, I'm sorry, has been appealed by the Supreme Court, they're looking for same-sex marriages are going to be next, and Clarence Thomas, who's in an interracial marriage, will probably lead this movement toward interracial marriage being illegal and I'm not surprised I've been saying things like this for years if you listen to this podcast you already know um, the problem with this society is the ruling class and political class are doing whatever they feel like doing and the masses of us keep shrugging our shoulders this society is our society And if we keep leaving all of the decisions in the hands of madmen and insane women, um, then we're going to get a kind of old style plantation where you had psychopaths and sociopaths enslaving people. That's what you're going to get. And they're going to do it with new technology. So... That's, that's, this is just the beginning of it. And it'll keep going until we say, ah, enough's enough. We're not going to your school. We're going to do our own thing. We're not going to work at your company. We're going to have our own companies. And we're going to work how we say. And the government's going to give us the funding to do it. And if you big corporations and big billions want to invest in us, then sure. We're not going to work at your warehouses. We're going to we're going to own the warehouses. We're going to control the, the warehouses. We're going to control the trucking companies. We're going to control everything that we use. Until that happens, we'll continue to go down this hole until it, we're living in a dystopia where whole parts of the society are just abandoned and we're squatting in buildings and no one can really collect rent because there is no organization. There is no law enforcement structure that could stretch out to every part of the society. Remember, the United States is a very large place, very large. Um, so we're going to keep going. I feel bad for our children. I'm at the end of my days. Been here 51 years. It's been a hard, long struggle. I've had a couple of good things, but you had to I had to fight and claw for those good things. And they usually end it because the society is so insane. Um, so my life is over. I really am more worried about our children and the lives they're not going to have if we don't get our asses up and get our heads straight and start giving them the parameters they need to develop their sophistication, their consciousness. And um, it's easy to do today than it's ever been. We just refuse to do it. So um, we'll see the next case, then the next case. But don't be surprised if you wake up one day. Now, I'm not talking 10 years from now. I'm talking two, three years from now. Depending on what state you live in, and you walk and see a white entrance only 
and a colored entrance only sign on one of your businesses, one of your local businesses. Don't be surprised. Um, we can go all the way back. And, uh, and we will if we don't stand up and do something. And um, stop diddling around. And stop destroying ourselves. Because we don't want to deal with the reality. And um, get this thing right. Um, now I'm going to talk about. Uh, some of my works. I wrote this. And this is interesting because. I didn't plan this but. Jesus as a radical figure. These are some of the essays I took. From. Um. Of course I did Jesus as a Radical Figure. I think it's still up on my Udemy page. And I think it might be on my Patreon page. Because I'm putting all my books on my Patreon page. Um, and we're going to go with that. And I've also been working on On the Street. It's just a little something I was doing just for social media. But I've. Recorded some of those words and I'm going to make them a paper version and I'm going to make them an actual book version, a journal version, and put them in my Etsy shop too. Alright, so let's get with this. Which essay is this? This, this? this is Challenging Higher Powers. So, this is Matthew 27, 45 to 50. From noon until three in the afternoon, darkness came over all the land. About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, Leme, Sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing there heard this, they said, He's calling Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran and got a sponge. He filled it with wine vinegar, put it on a staff, and offered it to Jesus to drink. And the rest said, No, leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. And when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. Matthew 27, 45-50. This is Challenging Higher Powers. And um, I'll read part of the essay now. This society is filled with people who have blind faith that everything is going to work tomorrow in the same way that it worked yesterday. These people do not want to recognize that institutions must be created and maintained by other people. The fear of those in power is everywhere and this fear causes the masses to follow any demand that powerful people make. Sounds familiar? The United States is in social ruins and the majority of its citizens are still looking to the elite to solve a problem that the elite does not know how to solve. Jesus showed us that there is no power that should not be challenged. Jesus challenged every aspect of society from the emperor of Rome to the person on the street and everyone between those two positions. Jesus gained powerful enemies for his encouragement of challenging everyone, even himself. Jesus challenged the highest powers of the energy realm on his way to what we call heaven. It is inspiring to see someone challenging higher, the highest power of existence in an age when people, when most people are afraid to challenge mindless members of society. The typical person is terrified to challenge the power class in any way. And Jesus showed us that the only way to expand humanity is to challenge 
higher powers. Imagine if we challenge people who say that we need to make make sure that a majority of people need jobs with the idea that everyone's work should be embraced to help the society expand. The purpose of work has always been to solve problems and master abilities, not to receive paychecks. Imagine if we challenge those who force us into schools that confuses students about what reality is and how to react to the reality with programs that expand the abilities of students to think and use concepts in their daily lives. Imagine if we stopped allowing our relatives to introduce concepts that do not make sense and have nothing to do with reality. We can stop helping ignorance spread throughout our society to build a new world order on a foundation of peace and sanity. And that's just like the first page of that essay or that book. But you can get that if you go to um, I, so my Patreon page. You hit my links if you're listening to this. Go to my Patreon page if you're listening to this on Anchor. Um, I guess I should say if you're not listening to anchors, patreon.com um, slash Connorson Center. Okay. Um, or Etsy shop, open film house on Etsy, or you can get it on my Connorson Center dot substack dot com. Substack is really popular, so you might want to get it there. So you can get it at all those three places. I wrote this thing called Nomination, and um, about a group of people that was isolated and and shoved to the side, and it's basically my script I wrote about what to do with the homeless communities and did what they did is what I think is going to end up happening if we keep going down this path is they'll be shoved to parts of your cities and your towns. Um, throw them over there wherever the developers don't want and let them have it. In New York City, it'll probably be, they're building in every single space, but I think now that we realize that people can't pay the rents that developers are asking for, in New York City anyway, there probably will be certain ones that will get abandoned. Maybe the city will buy them back from developers and just shove people there. Um, and they'll probably be on the outskirts of wherever the city, wherever it is, you know, or maybe in the center of the city where they can be heavily policed. But that's probably <clears throat> what will happen. And I kind of wrote this. And in the first, I think I did a few episodes of this. There's a guy um, reading William Blake. He's from what we call nomination, the crowd. And um, he's reading that for money. And, oh no, wait a minute. He's reading poetry. He's reading... What else is he reading? Street with a cup of hands. Oh yeah, he's reading William Blake, and he's reading some of my favorite poems from William Blake. London, and Tiger, Tiger, of course, is William Blake's popular one. And a guy meets him. It's like a filmmaker or a student, and he says, you know, invites him to coffee and stuff like that, and. 
he sits down with him and they talk. And um he um wants to get in with Jimmy and find out more about what everybody calls the Nomi, Nomi Nation. And everybody looks at these people as kind of weird. There are people that have been shoved to the margins and they're considered poor and bums and they're, they're walled off from the rest of society. So automatically people have come to think that they're no no good. Uh, in episode two, um, they meet and they're eating again and they're talking. Michael and Jimmy, and they're talking about it, and he's, Jimmy's giving him a history of it, and how did they end up in that situation, what their life is like, and I believe in episode three, if I can get to it, that, um, That um, Jimmy goes to stay with them. But I think what happens before that. What happens before that. In episode 2 is. Um, no. In episode 3. Oh. Yeah. Um, Michael com- goes and convinces a friend. Or tries to convince a friend. To go inside where nomination live. And film it. The friend is afraid. So Michael ends up going in. By himself. And. But Jimmy has to get permission. From. The people in the community. Because in this community. They do things by. Collective voting. So what you start to see. Is this community. Though they're isolated. And pushed to the margin. They. They share. And. They're democratic. And so. That's what I was saying. That, that I wrote this as a script because in my mind, this is where we're probably going to head. And you have a lot of conscious people that are homeless, including me. Um, so I said this will be one of the communities that will you'll probably see. And so um, I did this uh, this screenplay, Nomination. So I hope that, um, and you can find this at the Patreon page. You can find this uh, at the Patreon page. You can find it at, what am I saying? My Etsy shop. You can find it at those places. I'm still not sure I'm going to keep the Etsy shop. I'm thinking eventually I'm going to get rid of it. Um, And... Do something else, or just put it on my put it on my Substack, because this is on my Substack too, BrooklynBrain.substack.com. Because nobody's really going to the Etsy shop, or I might not sell my scripts on the Etsy shop anymore. I might just sell. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um. And so, yeah, we can we can do that, and. Uh, See how it goes. I'm also looking for, looking for an agent. I got a list of agents, and I'm gonna start sending emails out with um, copies of my work and query letters 
and to see if I can get an agent to see if I can get some stuff. Because I'm looking at some of the stuff that's on TV and it's really good stuff. But I have stuff that's just as good. And so we'll see. We'll test it. And, um, oh, and I'm on my way back to New York City. It'll be there next month. Struggle continues. Um, and I'll be talking to you, you all more, hopefully. And sharing more of my works. Until next time, remember, please stay safe. We have a new disease, um, monkeypox. We still have coronavirus. We still have flus. We still have high blood pressure, stresses, and violence. So be safe. And uh, remember, it's a thought-based life for us.